The following is paid commercial programming. The content and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Entercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Aboard! <laughs> You're on the crazy train! Welcome to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. Happy Saturday morning to you all. This is the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. We come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m., we are live. We are unrehearsed. We are Dan Bush and Tom Neubauer. Uh, you can always get in touch with us at 414-799-1250, or you can email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. In the studio we have right now with us is Jeff Morov from Temple Bay Lodge. He's at the All Canada Show. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning. And also we have Ron Heidenreich, our advertising manager. If you want, uh, If you want to advertise on the show, just go to our website, ceoguys.com and you'll find Ron's phone number on there and his lovely picture of him holding a nice muskie. Anyway, <laughs> and you can give him a call. <laughs> and uh, just want to let you know at 7.05 we've got, uh, oh, this might be the Great McCrate right now, huh? You got him on the line? I do. We have our uh, friends from the Great White North ready to go for you. All right. Good morning, Norm. The great, Good morning. How the, you guys doing? The Great McCrate. Norm McCrate. We're doing fine. Now, Norm, we have to apologize. Last week oh. when we were talking about muskox and you called, you didn't. did you tell our producer who you were? Uh, or you I didn't tell the producer. I was, whoever I was talking to on air, I told him it was the All Canada Show. I uh, well, we don't remember that. All we know is we were oh. talking about muskox, yep. and uh, we didn't know it was you. And after you hung up, I I was saying to Danny, I said, I wonder if that was the Great McCrate. <laughs> I think it was. <laughs> so anyway, we apologize for that That's screw up. Problem. Now, uh, so you're down at the All Canada Show that's going on the rest of today and tomorrow, right? Right, that's right. We're down at the uh, County uh, Sports uh, Center. Right, yeah, and that's over in Franklin on Ryan Road. And you know Jeff Murrow, right, from uh, Temple Bay Lodge? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Temple Bay. Yeah, Jeff's in the studio in today our... with us. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and uh, anyway, uh, so tell us a little bit about, you got some special speakers going on today. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, we got uh, um, a fellow from the Sportsman's Journal, Tyler uh, Tramp. And uh, he's doing a, a seminar on uh, finessing with walleyes. And we got uh, Jim Crowley. He'll be uh, speaking today. And he's doing one on uh, pike and muskies. Mm-hmm. And then one later on, I think it's on Sunday, he's going to be doing one on smallmouth bass. And uh, he's quite a, uh, efficient at that. So the, those are our two main speakers that are going to be there. And uh, I guess we got uh, Pete Mana from Wisconsin is going to yeah, be there. Pete Mana. Uh, He's an awesome, awesome musky guy. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can pick up a lot of tips from him. Now, you got a guy uh, with uh, those uh, special tactics for walleyes uh, speaking. 
See, yeah. Well, now, according to Jeff over at Temple Bay Lodge, you don't need any special taxes. Tax, uh, that you just you just drive out to the spot, and there's walleyes all over the place. Well, just they like just jump in on Temple <laughs> Bay. <Bayer. laughs> I don't even bring bait when I go. Over there. <laughs> now, last week, Danny wanted to ask you more questions. He was so intrigued about that muskox sure. and all that. That was interesting. Oh, well, actually, it wasn't the muskox, Norm. Oh, no, uh, I, I was wondering, have you ever, have you done any uh, any bear hunting up there? Not uh, other than black bear. Have you done any, gri- you know, inland grizzly or brown bear? Same thing, basically. Uh, inland. I've never or, done the, uh, the the big brown bear. Let's say on you know, something like our Kodiak you know, or Kodiak something. Kodiak Island, out in coastal BC. brown bears. Those are. But uh, we we have uh, um, like brown bears. They're black bears, but they're brown here. But I've never uh, cracked down a, a an Alaskan uh, brown bear. Well, yeah, I know that. I think you re- don't they call those uh, the cinnamon phase bears? Color yeah, phases. yeah, they yeah. come in all colors. Uh, they come in cinnamon, and they have blondes. And uh, I shot one uh, two years ago that was actually red. Really? Wow. Wow. I mean, it, it's red. You can tell it's got a red tinge on it. Uh, the rarest of all the uh, black bears uh, is what they call a glacier bear. I've only seen that once, and it actually has a blue tinge to it. Really? Oh, wow. Uh, I saw one. Actually, I saw one live, and then I seen one at a taxidermist. Now, at the All Canada show, there are outfitters that will, you know, at the show that will take you on guided trips for the, all those different ones, right? Oh yeah, sure, no problem. Uh, bear hunting is. Uh, uh, it's probably the the number well it is the number one uh, big game that Americans come up to, to hunt in Canada. Then it's probably moose after that. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of Americans come up uh, and bow hunt for for the black bear. There's they see there all all bears come from the Alaskan brown, the polar bear, the, the the black bear, and the grizzly bear. They're all from the Alaskan brown, and the polar bears live up in the Arctic, uh, or the the brown bears live up in the Arctic. And the longer they stayed there over the you know centuries. They slowly started to turn white for their environment. It's the same with the black bear. He was in the boreal forest, and the longer he stayed in there, his fur got darker and darker. But the the grizzly bears used to mate with the the black bears, and that's where we get all these color phases from. Uh, you get the brown cinnamons and the blondes. It's all comes they used to mate with the uh, with the grizzly bears. Hmm. You know, um, it's interesting you mentioned that because a couple of years back, they actually a hunter actually did shoot a bear. And at first they thought it was a polar bear, but then they actually realized that it was a cross between yeah. a uh, brown bear and well, a... A barrenland grizzly bear is what they was the cross with. Yeah, yeah, which, you know, I, I guess it's kind of rare. Their habitat doesn't overlap that much, but it's still possible. So how about those glacier bears? Are those uh, in a certain region? If a guy wants to get that rare color phase, are there, uh, you know, certain areas that you want to try and go? Yeah, I, the one that I saw live was up near Riding Mountain National Park in uh, in Manitoba. And the other one I saw in the taxidermy place, I don't know where that, that one was from, but it was uh, quite a unique bear. It's uh, The coloration was awesome. Is, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Is Danny. Canada um, offering only fall bear hunts now? Because years back, the uh, animal rights activists kind of pushed and got rid of that spring Canada, Canada bear hunt, and I, I know there was a lot of controversy. Have they reversed that, or what? where's the well, status? Well, how that happens each province regulates their own big game animals and the only province that canceled uh, the spring bear hunt was ontario okay it was actually a political move not a, a one done by conservationists that's right sure. and uh, all the other provinces had it and then i guess about uh well, i'm going to three or four years ago 
they uh, lifted it up. Uh, they, they had the spring bear hunt in a certain area. Then the following year, they opened it all up across northwestern Ontario. Okay. Hey, uh, Norm, when it comes to fishing in Canada, uh, now, at our, when we have a sports show here, there's usually, like the Milwaukee sports show, there's a DNR booth. They can ask questions about rules, regulations, what you can bring in, what you can take out, and all that stuff. Do you have one of those there at the All Canada show? We have a, a border crossing booth. That's okay. There. And we also have an information booth where the, there's a pro staff uh, behind the counter, and he can answer all those questions. But as I said, it's sort of hard for the fellow to know all the rules and regulations for all 10 provinces and three territories. So it's best that when you're talking to your outfitter that he can tell you the specific rules and regulations for his area. Some areas are allowed to shoot two bears. Other areas are only allowed to shoot one. And and same with the fishing. Uh, Some areas it's the limits of four, limits of six. So you have to really actually go through your outfitter, and he can set you up with all the information. Is that the border crossing booth selling fake IDs maybe by any chance? <laughs> no, but I can get you one. <laughs> hey, hey, Norm, one other thing. Uh, just to get a point across, uh, slot size limits, they, they work in Canada, don't they? Oh, yeah, they sure do. They sure do. <laughs> they, uh, I guess the, the, the best example, I'm Here sure the fellow go. there from, from Temple Bay will tell you too, uh, you know, there's a lot of pressure put on uh, Eagle Lake uh, over the years. I mean, they got a lot of lodges, a lot of great fishing, and it's a big, big lake. And uh, it was actually the lodge owners that got together and uh, started putting in their own slot sizes and uh, and stuff like that. And that lake has come uh, very, very proficient. Uh, When you think of all the boats on there and the shore lunches that are served, and you can still catch lots of fish. Uh, because of the slot size. So that it's very important for us up in Canada to keep that. Yeah, I've been trying to get our DNR to do more of that on a lot of the lakes down here because yeah. it does work. It's proven it oh, works. It, it, yeah. it works, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. It keeps that slot size where for the breeders that when they go in in the springtime, you know, they're uh, they're going to make sure there's a lot of eggs and everything for the population. They, you know, either they're trying to, to get it back to what it was or just to, to keep it as it is. Right. You know? Okay, well, we got to go to a break, Norm, and we appreciate you coming on. Sorry no about problem. that problem last week. Now, the show, it's at uh, the Milwaukee Sports Complex on Ryan Road in Franklin. And uh, can you tell us the hours again for today and tomorrow? Yeah, uh, today it opens up to 10 o'clock and goes to uh, 6, and tomorrow it opens up at 10 o'clock and uh, goes to uh, 4. And veterans are free on Sunday, uh, and uh, kids are uh, under 17 are free. Oh, that sounds fantastic. All right. Well, thanks, Norm. Have a great show. Hope to see you there. Okay. You take care now. Thank you. Okay. Bye, Norm. Bye. Well, Jeff uh, from Temple Bay Lodge, uh, Norm was giving you your props over there. That You guys got a lot of fish over by you, huh? (laughs) You do my job for me. Yeah. Well, that's great. That's great. Now, when we come back after this break, I've got one very important question to ask you, Uh okay? Uh Uh-oh. It's an important question. I'll I'll tell you what I I'll, I'll leave it at that. But if all of our, any of our <laughs> I'm callers, sure it's not. <laughs> no, trust me, it is. Uh, if any of our callers want to ask Jeff a question about Canadian fishing, hunting, whatever, and Temple Bay Lodge in particular, seven nine nine twelve fifty is the phone number. We'll be right back with more. Skipper Buds, Cutting Edge Outdoors. Thanks for listening, tuning in this morning, and uh, we've got our special, what, Tom? Go ahead. 
No, you're waving no, at me I, going no, crazy I'm just over there. No, sticking up my arms. We forgot. We got to do the NFL football picking contest. So while we're waiting for a contestant, we're going to be talking to Jeff. Or, or maybe we should have Jeff do it. What do you think? You don't know about American football, about right? Not, not a clue. Not Sorry, clue. Okay. We'll take a contestant for <laughs> the NFL. All I thought is you were going to have a coronary over there NFL, waving your hands about yeah. the NFL football football. contest. NFL fo- football picking contest brought to you by Curly's Waterfront Pub on beautiful Pewaukee Lake. They'll have all their TVs turned on, and the sound will be up so you can hear the commentators. Anyway, uh, and all that good food and drinks, 799-1250. Be a contestant. Get a $10 gift certificate. Now, while we wait for a contestant to call, we do this every week at this time, and I forgot, Jeff. I apologize. Oh, no, no problem. Here's my question to you. Here's the big, big Uh question. Drum roll. There's a lot of lodges in Canada, right? Fishing lodges, fishing camps, whatever. What makes yours stand out above other people's? Why would it be important for a person to go to Temple Bay Lodge? I would have to say because the, I guess we're a bit more diverse than other camps where we do offer the the bus packages coming up and now we're offering ice fishing mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of camps have you know like just housekeeping or just American plan where we kind of offer a little bit of everything and I really implore people that if you are kind of unsure where to go there's a lot of booths of these shows stop by my booth tell me what you're kind of looking for and it might not be my place but I could usually point you in the right direction for a good trip okay so and for, I and it also depends on the people too, right? The yeah. people oh, at yeah. your camp. Everybody's different. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, you, well, you gotta just be nice to customers, I guess. You know. Well, Canada's, you know, there's a lot of great lodges out there, and I've been at several, and I've fully enjoyed every place I've gone. Um, in the old days, correct me if I'm wrong on this. I think there were some really rustic ones. How, how old? <laughs> 40 years ago. Okay. There we'll are try. some pretty rustic. Now, I would say the majority of the camps are pretty nice. They get pretty good, you know. I'm sure you can still get in some outposts in the middle of nowhere, but, uh, you know, like yours, you're very nice accommodations. You're it's, it's comfortable as staying in a hotel. Yeah. As we get older, everybody wants creature to, uh, creature comforts, you know. You want to you wanna be able to come back and have that beverage at the end of the day or or a good meal, and some people don't. Some people are looking for a camping excursion, you know. That's, it's nice there's to, still All of it's still yeah. out there. It's nice to have indoor bathrooms and running water. <laughs> it's nice. It's nice. Some people don't don't want that. <laughs> I don't know why they wouldn't. You know, now, yeah. I was going to say, you know, I, I was at Temple Bay in 2016, and uh, I've never had somebody standing at my boat dock waiting for me to come in in the evening and, and tie you up. They got the dock boys are waiting for you to come in. We always did come in. We were the last ones to come in every night, but they were waiting for us. They tie us up, help us with whatever we need. When you go down in the morning, what do you need? Do you need any ice? Do you need any minnows? Do you need any of this or that? I mean, the, 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 they're just catered to you. It's it's like an all-inclusive resort. Ron's wife yeah. was waiting Service. at the boat dock hoping he didn't come in. <laughs> <laughs> now, so. and tell us about that bus package. You know, you, you mentioned it earlier before, and there, I'm sure there's some listeners that might not know of this bus package. Well, that bus package has been running for more than 40 years. So I think a lot of people around, if, if, if they haven't been on it, they've talked to somebody who sure. have been on it. But it's very simple. You hop on the bus, and uh, it's kind of taken care of, you know, for you for when, when the time you hop on to the time you get off. Everything's all taken care of for you. And where are these places where you hop on this bus? 
oh, well, we leave out of Milwaukee here on College Avenue. Uh, we leave out of Chicago. We leave out of uh, Green Bay, Appleton, Wausau, Nakusa, Watoma, Coloma. We have a lot of pickup spots. Wow, you're just all over the place. Yeah, yeah. And 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 so so let's say like a bus uh, might stop here in Milwaukee, and on its way north might stop at a few other places. You you've got so many people designated that are going, so that you know how many people will be on the bus, yeah, right? Yeah, it depends on the crew. Like last year, uh, they they stopped in Milwaukee, and that was the only pickup in Milwaukee, and everybody got on the bus in Milwaukee. Okay. And then everything is handled by you guys then? Everything is handled by us. We do everything for you. All you have to do is fish. Well, if, if Boy, you, that'd be a tough job. <laughs> I, I will say from my own family's uh, experience, like I've mentioned, my brother-in-law for a number of years would take my nephew Hayden up, up to your place, and that was his favorite son and father-son type type trip that he would do with him. Yeah, Forrest. Forrest, yeah. And yeah, Forrest, he just loved going up to your place and I'd get pictures emailed back to me and he's talked highly about your guides and the experience. And, uh, uh, you know, so if you're looking to take a kid, I think it's great. Um, One thing with the bus eliminates the long drive as far as yourself driving, um, I, I think because it can be kind of an ordeal making, taking a 12 hour drive. Sometimes the older you get, yeah. sometimes you're like, oh man, driving, it's, you know, you're worrying about the traffic yourself or weather or, or your hitting own the ve- moose or hitting the <laughs> moose or your vehicle breaking down and the price of gas and everything. Yeah. So I'm thinking to get on a nice bus and just relax and just would be a great way to do it. You know, a customer pointed this out to me one time and you think of it this way. He says, you know, don't ever get rid of that bus. He said, because... You know, you get on the bus, it's, you get, there's beer, pop, water, Subway sandwiches, you watch a movie, you fall asleep, you put some earplugs in, you get there, you go fishing right away. The other way around, you drive it, you're going to want to go to bed how right many, away. Yeah, you want to take a nap. So I get there, I'm ready to go. I'll go so, fishing right away. So like from Milwaukee, how many hours about would it be from here? I'm going to say about 11. About 11 hours. About 11, yeah. So here's my plan, okay? So like when I retire in a couple of years, Tom, yeah. here's what we do. So like maybe me and you and Ron, and we we do a, a cutting edge outdoors and our listeners oh, bus yeah. trip hey, through bus trip. And yeah. we could get Live a lot of our listeners <laughs> that you know want to get together and have a few beers anyway. We get a bunch of people, and then the bus. Here, here's what I've been thinking, Tom. Like if the bus leaves at eight. Uh, right around ten, you could yeah. lead us in some karaoke. You could get the bus. I bring going. my guitar. And yep. bring guitar. And then, there we go. Um, we have a sing along. And then at uh, and then after you drop me off at noon, the next stop, noon, we'll have a little stop and a little group smoke. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you yeah, can go back and yeah. have the group smoke. A little snorky snark. Yeah. yeah you, have can, a smoke. Yeah, you guys go out and burn one. And uh, then at three o'clock, I would like to do the Bob Newhart game where we'll play Bob Newhart reruns. And every time they say the word Bob, we everybody drinks a shot. <laughs> it's the Bob game. We could have a great time. Yeah, we'd have great. And then by the time we get there, we'd have to take a nap. By the time we get there and after Tom's nice. guitar, they couldn't wait to get off the bus and start fishing. Nice. Oh, man. That sounds like such, you know, it's such an easy way to go to Canada. Now, what kind of fish do people fish for at Temple Bay Lodge? What do you, what do you have for them? It's a multi-species lake, so I'm going to say predominantly walleyes. Okay. Um, it is one of the top five in the world for muskies, uh, the really girthy muskies up there. 
Uh, but, you know, there's there's smallmouth bass. A lot of people from Wisconsin come up for that perch. They don't care about the walleyes. They want to get their 50 perch ahead. Really? Yeah, lots of that. Northern pike. There is uh, lake trout and, and whitefish in there mm-hmm. also. What's the regulation on bringing fish back to the states from your lodge? It depends what kind of license you get. The full limits license is uh, for Eagle Lake would be 50 perch for walleye, for northern, for smallmouth bass, which I don't really keep the smallmouth right. bass. Uh, there is muskies in there, but we don't keep muskies at Temple Bay. Ten white fish, two lake trout. Okay. Yeah. What if what if it was like a 70-inch, 72-pound muskie? Could you keep wow. one then? Ah, everybody asking that question. That's <laughs> that'd be a tough one. You know, I think there, there probably to... is a line there somewhere where you gotta just say, okay, I this think, is it. You yeah, know what I mean? I, I think you'd have to wrestle that away from me. <laughs> <laughs> I think if it was a world record, which you think there is one in Eagle Lake? I'm going to say weight-wise, for sure, yes. Yeah? Just because we have a very girthy fish up there. And you've got the white fish for them to white feed fish on. Just goes and we have a really yeah. good feed base. That's what right. it is. Yeah, that's well, why we get walleyes over 30 inches. Well, yeah. Ron, you got some big ones up there, didn't you? Yeah, Ron's yeah, caught the, some dandies. Yeah, one, uh, in 2016, uh, we had uh, uh, 48 and a half was our biggest fish, but we saw some very – and the fish are, like Jeff said, girthy. I mean, they're like tanks. They remind me of chipwall flowage fish, except they actually get longer than chipwall flowage fish. So there's some thick, they're thick very, fish they're there. They're very thick fish, yep. Um, but the best one that we got on that trip was 48 and a half, but uh, we didn't catch one that was under 40. So wow. you know, good quality. It's a, it's a quality fishery. So you saw some monsters. So the nice thing about Eagle Lake is, like, you can go with the family, and if Dad wants to go chase some trophy muskies, he can do that. Mm-hmm. And if the rest of the fam wants to go catch a bunch of perch— with the kids, they can do that, or everybody can get some walleyes and have a great shore lunch. So you got mm-hmm. everything yep. that 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 a guy would want to fish up there. The thing that impressed me was, uh, you know, we'd go in in the evening for for our dinner, and everybody be at their tables and we're talking, and and I'd be hearing about twenty eight, twenty nine, thirty inch walleyes on a daily basis that were caught. They weren't kept, but they were caught, yeah. you know, and it's like. I, you know, I've not I've been to a lot of places, but not very many where the, somebody in the crowd caught a, a trophy walleye on a daily basis. Yeah, what's the what's the slot limit on eagle for walleyes? On eagle, it's eighteen point one to twenty two point eight. So the reason why it sounds kind of odd with the points is because I'm converting metric to standard for you. So it's thirty to forty centimeters. Oh, okay. Is is. So those are their prime spawners. So in between there, we throw those back. So you can keep your three under and one over, or all four under. Right. Which we really try to encourage everybody to keep yeah. their keep the all under. Four under. Yeah. yeah, keep yeah. the smaller ones. Yeah. And no, and no, keeping a bunch of what? What did you say the low number was again? Eighteen point one. So, so, so any any bigger lake in yeah. and around our area, northwestern Ontario, has a slot. Yeah. And on most smaller lakes, you, they have that eighteen point one. You can keep yeah. your four under eighteen point one, yeah. or you can keep three under and one over eighteen point yeah. one on a smaller lake. Yeah. But those uh, 16, 17, 18 inches, those are wonderful eating oh, fish. Oh, those are the best are eaters. The best when ones. I do up a shore lunch, that's the, if you get like, say, a 17 inch walleye, yeah. that's the last one to go. If you have a bunch of 14 inches sitting in the pan, the last one to go is a 17. Everybody really? takes the 14s. Really? Yeah. Now, how about as far as smallmouth bass, when people think of Canada, a lot of times you don't really hear a lot about smallmouth bass but i mean there's lots of rocks up there those oh, deep yeah. cold clear lakes it's got to be fantastic smallmouth fishing oh I, I, and I'm probably underfished to a degree I it would is think. too and and the, the people that do come up and they figure it out while they're up there 
they have a blast. And they're usually kind of tight-lipped about it because they go, wow, we, we just discovered a gold mine here. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. If you can get into a bunch of big smallies. But, but your guides probably know where they are. Hey, speaking of guides, you yes. got a special for our listeners today, right? I do too. Yeah. Now, yes. how are you going to determine a winner? Well, or is I'm there going to be a winner? I'm, I can do it this way. Anybody who signs up to come up to camp today at the All Canada Show, Saturday only, will receive one free guide day worth of a $400 value. That's a fantastic deal. Wow. Do they mm-hmm. have to mention the Cutting Edge Outdoors or anything? I'd say no, that's a good, just... yeah, let's do that. you got to get to mention that. you got to mention Cutting Edge Outdoors. Okay, and they'll get, so if they're coming up by you, they get a free guide day. Otherwise, people got to pay for that, right? Oh, absolutely. Pay for yeah. the guides, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. But can a, can a person go out and expect to catch fish if they just go out by themselves? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Probably well, we, catch we have, them right off your dock. We have piles dock. of kids that fish <laughs> off the dock, and, they, and sometimes the kids outfish the guys. You know what really? I mean? Really? Like during, during that time period in the evenings when the yeah. kids are on the dock fishing. Really? Uh, 51 and a half inch last summer. We had a. What? Fifth, Wait a minute. 51 and a half inch what? Uh, Smallmouth. Musky. Smallmouth. Yeah. No. A musky right off the but dock? They, but they do really good on walleyes off the dock at certain times of year. But uh, every year there's an over 50 inch uh, musky caught off our dock. Really? Yeah. Wow. Right yeah, in the I center think, of it. Right I, in the I, heart of the of the gold mine here. I think Jeff right. Bodie here could catch some fish out at Temple Bay so, Lodge, right? Are you on an Who's island or are you on the mainland? We're on mainland. Jeff, We're on okay. mainland yep. My uncle's Jeff Bodie. <laughs> I'm thinking, looking at Jeff calling you Bodie. Oh, goodness me. Let's go to a break, all, all right? All those concussions he had as a Before kid, we do, high school yes. football. Yes. He gets really mixed up. Before we do, go to this break. Uh, we'd like a contestant for the NFL football picking contest. You will win a $10 gift certificate to Curly's Waterfront Pub. Call 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250. Be a football picking contest. We got four games, two today, two tomorrow. Call now. Oh, and if you've been a winner in like the last month, uh, yeah. we tr- we're trying to get fresh blood Yeah, here. if you've been a winner in the last eight weeks, actually, and I'm giving Bodie the list and he's checking so, it twice. Yeah. Or even three times. We'll be right back, folks. He is Dan Bush. I'm Tom Neubauer. Special guests in the studio today, Jeff Moreau from Temple Bay Lodge and Ron Heidenreich, or as we like to say, Ron, via Tecaton, Heidenreich. Uh, <laughs> he's our advertising manager. We'll be right back. Nick Bodie will take your calls. Stay tuned for more. It's now time for the Curly's Waterfront Pub NFL Football Picking Contest. And we have Gary from Watertown on the line. Good morning, Gary. Morning. All right. You know how this works. We'll see how you do. $10 gift certificate on the line. Nick, take it away. The NFL playoffs have finally arrived. Gentlemen, we are in wildcard weekend in full effect here. Very exciting. First up today, the 3.30 kickoff. We have the Colts traveling to Houston to take on the Texans. Houston is a one-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Who do you like, Gary? Uh... Yes, I'll take the Texans. Okay, Danny? Well, all I got to say is Andrew Luck is the dorkiest-looking quarterback I've ever seen. He looks like he should be a lumberjack, not a quarterback. Yeah. So you got to go with Houston. Well, I'm going with Indy, Indianapolis Colts. And you, Nick? Yeah, give me Houston. Why not? All right. Next up, we have Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. Proudly wearing my Russell Wilson jersey here. They are heading on to Jerry World. They are taking on the Dallas Cowboys tonight at 7:15. Dallas two-point favorites in that one at home. And Gary, who do you like? I had to take Cowboys. All right, I'm a Cowboys Dan- fan. Danny. Yeah, Cowboys. 
I am, on the other hand, going with the Seattle Seahawks. They ain't going to stop Russell Wilson. No way to stop Russell Wilson, Tom. Agree with you there. Go Seahawks. They beat them earlier in the year. They repeat here again. Up next tomorrow, the noon kickoff, or 12.05 to be more precise, the Chargers, who were 12-4, and have to travel to Baltimore and play the Ravens. Ravens are two-and-a-half-point favorites at home in that one. And who do you like, Gary? Hmm. <laughs> No, there is no team called, hmm. <laughs> What's your two teams again? Uh, so it's going to be the Los Angeles Chargers are taking on the Baltimore Ravens. Chargers. Danny? Jets. <laughs> um, no, I'll take the – is Melvin Gordon back? Yeah, he should be. Oh, ho, 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 get ready, my friend. He's going to run all over them. I'm going with the Chargers. Well, in the last 25 meetings of uh, a team traveling across the country in a wild card play in a playoff game, they have not won. So I am going with the Baltimore Ravens. Wow. Well, give me the Chargers, man. This team should have won their division. If they weren't Boy, playing with the Chiefs, they would have. If I kick your guys' butts, <laughs> I'm going against all you guys Dream every on, game. Streebeck. Okay. Who hey, do you like now? Last up, we have the defending Super Bowl champs, the Philadelphia Eagles. They're heading into Chicago to take on the Bears. Bears six-and-a-half-point favorites here at home in Soldier Field. Who do you like in this one, Tom? Well, I'm going to go to Gary first. I'm going to... Eagles. You like the Eagles? Okay, Danny? Well, for sure, the Eagles. Yeah? And I... Six-and-a-half points? Are you kidding okay, me? Okay, here's my prediction. It's not a lock, but it's a prediction. The Bears will win, but they will not cover. That's so I'm going to take the Eagles and the six-and-a-half points. That's, That's what, what you're I just thinking. said. Yeah. Well, you didn't say that in such Not as dramatic. Not Claire, as like eloquent a, as I did. What, are you giving the Gettysburg Address over there? Boys, and, boys. Yeah. Okay, calm down. And, you're right. Thank and, you. And uh, Nick? Uh, you know, just to uh, settle things out, i got to take the Bears. Give me Khalil Mack in that defense, especially in the cold weather. Oh, definitely. They're going to win, but I don't think they're going to cover. I think I they will. Know. I don't know. Nick, that, that Nick Foles is like a, a, one of them – you know, Cinderella stories. He did it last year. Is he going to do it this year? You never know. Cinderella well, only went to the ball once. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> she got married, had kids, yeah. and lived in a trailer home. <laughs> yeah. All right, Gary, good luck. Tom, I got a question. Yes, sir. Coming in from West 94 to Milwaukee, how do you get to that center for Franklin? Oh, uh, oh let's see now. Come down 94 to uh, you want to take the the forty five eight ninety four exit to forty three south, and then you want to get off on Highway a hundred south, and then take Highway a hundred south, and Highway a hundred will actually turn into Ryan Road, and as it curves and starts to go east, it'll be on your left hand side. Did I, you write that all down? I would suggest googling it. Yeah, okay. Ron. Go- Google directions. Yeah. I basically kind of know what you're talking, though. Okay, great. Hey, let Thank me ask you. you this. You know where you know where uh, Sherpers is in Hales Corners? Yeah. If you know where that is, if you go into Sherpers, just stay on Highway 100 going south. And that, that, that turns into Ryan Road. Okay? Yep. You ever been fishing up by Stoddard up there? Stoddard, that sounds familiar. Uh, Mississippi. Mississippi River, I think. What What's Stoddard that? is on the Mississippi River? Oh, I probably next, what next town north of Genoa. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah, I've been up in that area. As a matter of fact, I got lost in the backwaters twice. 
over the years. Fish was up there this last week, and all the ice by shore is completely gone. Yeah, I know. They've got some. If it's on the river, it's bad. But if you get in those backwaters, they got ice. I had a guy that was up there last week. Well, I don't know about this week now. But no, this he, just happened on uh, three days ago. Oh, okay, yeah. Because last week he was up there, and they were doing fine on the backwaters. They had plenty of ice. But with this warm weather we've had, I don't know. I wouldn't trust it. He said all shore was gone. Oh, all right. Well, anytime you got run, moving water, that's what's going to happen. So, Catch you later. All right. Thanks, Gary. Bye, Bye now. Okay, we got uh, Jeff Moreau from Temple Bay Lodge live in the studio with us, along with Ron Heidenreich, our advertising manager. And uh, you guys were going to talk about your your boats. you got some new watercraft for people to use, don't you? We do. We what do. do it's a, a kingfisher boat, it's called. Yeah. And uh, we got them outfitted a little bit nicer than usual. They got side console steering. They got sixty horses on the back. Uh, we got the Helix Seven Graph with the GPS with a card. Wow! So and, you won't get lost. Yeah, because that's also, a big lake. <laughs> well, and also the iPilot uh, electric trolling motor. You got it, really? Yeah, they all have iPilots. Those are really nice. Rigs. Those are real really, nice. Rigs. Really, and you can get that in a tiller or a side console. Some and people that, like the. the and that doesn't cost any extra. Uh, that's an upgrade charge, but our our base model boat is a forty horse with a depth finder, live well, and the flat bottom floor and all that. So yeah, so it's a nice boat, the basic, but you can upgrade to really be in comfort and luxury. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And speaking of comfort and luxury, you did a big add-on, didn't you? We did, we yeah. did. We're delving into the world of ice fishing up there. Yeah. So if you need ice, we have lots of ice. <laughs> you can, you can, yeah, we don't have as much down here in southeastern Wisconsin right now with this warm weather. <laughs> we have but, lots. Bring your sleds up. <laughs> so what do you got, ice houses? And- so we, we built a winterized facility that uh, we can keep 16 people in, and uh, it's fully furnished. You know, everything's – it's for uh, the guy that wants the creature comforts again. We, we were okay. going that way. Then we have the uh, the ice shacks. We got uh, eight of those built and on the ice. We got ice huts and uh, side-by-side with tracks. Uh, we got everything we need up there. Do you, do you take them out in ATVs or snowmobiles or what? Well, we can do both ways. If a guy brings a snowmobile up, if you have one, that's the the best case scenario. But if okay. not, we have the side by heated side by sides that bring you back and forth out to the shacks. Oh, you just take you out there, drop you off. Come now. D- there's no sleepovers, right? We don't do the sleepovers. We're looking no. more at a different angle of you know what? Let's go back to the lodge. It's not that far. Let's go over there and have uh the, you know the, the the beverage at supper time, the nice supper, the big fireplace, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's always that. You know that that is one of the you know like in camping. Everybody likes the campfire, sitting around the campfire. Yeah. You can you sit around the fireplace, have a few cocktails, talk about the day. Exactly. And have a good time. Boy, that sounds like a lot of fun. And warm up. <laughs> and warm up. And, and have got, that shower. Yeah, and have that shower. <laughs> we got heaters in the shanties anyway. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, you've got it all up there. So now that you're going to be doing the ice fishing, what do you think people are going to target? Now, I know some people will actually go to some Canadian lakes and try and target Actually, even lake trout in, in yes. winter. Uh, pike are pretty common, but w- what do you think you're going to be doing? Well, we did a show in the uh, Duluth area, and I'm going to say 90% of those people all asked about lake trout. Really? So, so it, we're, we're you know more geared up towards lake trout, but we got to diversify, obviously. So, you know, you can go for walleyes, you can go for northerns, we can go for crappies, for uh, perch. Yeah. And uh, as far as cooking the lake trout, are they good from up there? I mean, oh yes, I've never and, had but, one from. And and Canada. the reason being, a lot of people ask me that question, is because um, they're the lakes that we're fishing on. They're not uh, smelt 
uh, fed lakes, okay? So they have freshwater shrimp, so the, the fish are not oily. They're very, uh, they're very orange meat, and they're very rich tasting, very good. Oh, it, close to a salmon. Really? Without the smelt taste, the fishy taste to it. Yeah, wow. And any of those fish, if you V out that, uh, the good part, you know, the omega-3 fatty acids out of the, the, the backbone there, if you omit, if you Y that out, it takes the fishy taste out of your fish right away. Right, that's that brown right. line. Yeah, that's, that brown line. We, I find, we find those in the fish from Lake Michigan here, too. You know, they've got that. Yeah. Um, for the lake trout, is that that primarily going to be like a jigging type of thing? How how are you, you going to target those? Because I fish pike with dead bait and tip ups, which is pretty simple. If you bring your your vexlar, we have vexlars and stuff like that up there. But if you, it's the fun. It's one of the funnest fish to to do in the wintertime because if you are say you hook one on, say at ninety feet, and you bring it up halfway and none buttons on you. You just open your bale and drop it, and they spin right around and they grab it again. So a white a white tube <laughs> really? is real essential. But we do the yeah we do dead bait, we do live minnows, uh, but the tubes are really they, they work really good. That's so, the way to go, huh? Yeah, that'd be a that sounds like a great oh, time. A and you get some big blast. ones too, it's right? Fun. Oh yeah, some monsters. Yeah. We've got them up to thirty pounds. That, wow. But you know what? To, to be honest with you, there's the six to eight pounders. That's the ones you want right there. That's yeah, the for their eaters. eating purposes. Yeah. 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 Hey, we got to go to a quick break, but when we come back, I do have to tell everybody about something new I saw yesterday that uh, people are using for pike, or I mean, that's what I've been told. Uh, you ever hear of beaver tails? And I'm not talking about the plastic <laughs> trailer. You talk, you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, oh yeah. You I know, know what, what I'm talking about? about? Yeah, yeah. Real, real beaver tails, parts of them. We'll be right back. We'll tell you more about that on the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. It's the final countdown. The final countdown. Welcome back to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Thanks for tuning in today. We uh, have our special guest, Jeff, from Temple Bay Lodge, talking everything up north, Canada fishing. Guys, we talk off, off screen. Uh, off screen. I mean, uh, off air, we talked about some interesting things. Uh, one question was on bugs and Jeff mentioned that, you know, the black flies, those little ankle biters tend to be the, uh, main nuisance up in Canada. But, uh, you shared us a tip as far as socks. Why don't you tell us, Jeff? (laughs) It's white socks. And there's a couple couple week period during the year where you're not going to get around it. The best way is just to learn how to deal with it. So don't wear white socks, wear pants, and uh, keep your boat clean. Don't have uh, fish slime all over in your boat. If you net a fish, try to take it out outside the boat. And you said don't spill a sugary drink? Yeah, they love those sugary drinks. If you have uh, cream and sugar in your coffee and you spill it, you want to get rid of that right away. Okay. Wow. And, and uh, oh, I was going to say I'd wear black socks. <laughs> <laughs> Sprayed with a lot of Coleman insect repellent with 100% DEET. There you go. <laughs> you were kind of like Fonzie playing basketball years ago, wearing his shorts, black socks. Black socks, <laughs> is that right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> playing That's the hoops. way I'd go about it. But but really, yeah, you can get around those. Yeah, I mean, you've got tips for people to do, you know, what to do, what not to do, and all that other stuff, the do's and don'ts. and Yeah. Whatever. So now you've your lodge. You pretty much offer. You know, you got transportation. You got accommodations. You got guides. You got everything the person needs. Um, tell us just a little bit about the different plans, though, because you touched briefly on American this and that. Can you clear up? Because there's some people probably are like, what's the difference? 
Okay, so the American plan terminology usually means at most places that, uh, you know, we're cooking the food for you and we're kind of taking care of you. Housekeeping, that plan is where you're bringing your own food, sometimes bringing your own boat, and you're kind of doing it on your own. So that's the two different terminologies, I guess you'd say. And we kind of have a mix between the both from right from one end to the other, fully American plan to just rent a cabin. So let's say you want to, I want to rent the cabin, bring my boat, okay, and I drive out there. But let's say one night I don't want to cook. Yeah, come Can on I over just, to the lodge and just, just tell us what over night. To the lodge yeah, and... yeah, just tell us in the morning, hey, we'd like to uh, have supper tonight. I see you're having prime rib tonight. We want to have supper over there. Okay. Maybe enjoy a beverage before or something like that. Yeah, come on over. Okay, well, that, that makes it easy. Now, yeah. for all the millennials, uh, what kind of set phone reception do you have up there? Oddly enough, it's uh, you have phone reception, and oddly enough, it's better out on the lake away from the mainland. Really? really? It is, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Okay, so Junior can still get online with yeah. his phone. Yeah, his we head. have it at camp. Like, we have a service at camp, and we have Wi-Fi at camp and stuff like that. But I'll tell you what, Junior comes up with me, and he's got a darn I tell phone him, with him. I'm going to throw it phone. in the lake. <laughs> you're leaving Put your phone, phone behind, That's right. Junior. That's right. <laughs> you're up here fishing in God's God's country up there. Oh, man. I, 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 I don't know how I would deal. I mean, I know how I would deal with it, but I just couldn't believe anybody who would even want to do that up there in God's country, you know? I mean, Catching fish, Here's, enjoying the outdoors. But, but I've had people, you know, with, with their phone out on the lake, and then that's that's what they're using to take pictures of fish with. Well, yeah, of who course. Who have taken you need pictures that. of a fish and, you know, message me and saying, hey, what is this? Oh, really? <laughs> really? Hey, what is this? Should I put this back or can <laughs> I keep this? Oh, really? <laughs> Maybe you ought to have a little oh, educational man. seminar before they go out. Oh, we like, do. We do. This you know, that was the guy not paying attention. This is a fish. <laughs> <laughs> this is a black bear. Oh, this is God. a walleye. Oh. Now, up by your place, do people see many wild animals while they're out on the water if they're close to the shoreline or whatever? Do they see different things? Oh, I'm yeah. Yeah, we have uh, in-house resident uh, blue herons there and some uh, some minks and all that kind of stuff and martens around the camp. Um, out in the lake, though, that you'll see moose, deer, black bear, and stuff like that for yeah. animals out in the lake. Yeah. Do you have many eagles up there too? Oh, yeah. I oh. am telling you, I am telling you, we oh, have Ron got more eagles you can shake a stick at. There, there's really? one spot where you could see 50 to 80 eagles every single morning. Really? That's yeah, not, all not one an spot. exaggeration either. I saw that spot. Yeah. Yeah. But wow. don't shoot them because it's illegal. Let, uh, <laughs> also, one thing when I was up years ago in Lake of the Woods, one of the interesting things I saw was it was during the mayfly hatch. And so there were like slicks of mayflies on top of the water. Yeah. And we spotted all kinds of black bear along the shorelines and they were scarfing up those mayflies. In fact, we mm. went into a little cove and there was a black bear and he was sitting on his rump and he was just lapping up all these all these uh, mayflies that just washed right into that little cove. And we got like... That's going to taste good, huh? Stinky. Yeah, oh, we caviar. got... Yeah, well, the bears <laughs> liked it. We got like 20 yards away from it, and it just kind of looked at us, and then it finally begrudgingly went off into the bush. But it didn't really want to leave. It was uh, enjoying its little feast there. So, yeah, you see all kinds of things up there. Um, which is part of, you know, part of the enjoyment going up to the north woods of Canada. When our, a lot of our listeners are probably going to have border questions. You probably get sick of answering this one, but you're in a bus. Okay, they pull, stop. If Are they going to check everybody? If they do, what do they want to have with them? Well, we send all the information ahead of time a couple of days to the border. They look at it, 
And if there's a problem, they might ask uh, Joel Blow to come off. We have some questions for you or something like that. But uh, we try to kind of do the screening, as you'd say, beforehand. And then in our brochures also at the back page, we have a uh, number for people to call if they're unsure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's fairly fairly seamless then as far as crossing the border. Uh, I'm going to say, you know, 99.9%, but there's going to be – there's always that person that, you know, they're not going to tell you that they have, uh, you know, a bunch of felonies or DUIs or stuff like that. And, and that, that, that person, unfortunately, could get turned away at the border. And that, that's just the way it is that's right the now way since it is, 9-11, yeah. 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 Well, I guess better safe, better safe than sorry. So, and as far as uh, fishing equipment to bring up, should they bring one rod, two rods, three? I mean, you're on a bus. How much room oh, do you have? man, I tell you, you got to bring, uh, bring, bring what you would normally go on a fishing trip. Um, there is stuff to rent there or to purchase there also if you don't have something. But, but uh, I'd say always good to have an extra of any kind. In any boat of any type of fishing, it's always good to have that extra rod just in case, you know, malfunctions do happen or if something happens. So probably at least two rods and reels in a oh, good at least a tackle three species, box. yeah. Yeah, with a good assortment then. Two or three? How about 10 or 12? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, Jeff, I want to thank you for coming in today. It's always interesting talking to you, you know. Oh, you got good, so good. many Thanks interesting me, things up there. And... Oh, I'll tell you, that white sock tip, I think, is high on my yeah. list now. I know, now I know I've been bitten by those little buzzards so many and years. I, You know, once my wife retires, I'm going to have to go up there at Temple Bay Lodge. Once, yep. come on once she's retired, then I'm going to come up there. What? Would then she... I can leave for months at a time. Would she come up with you then? <laughs> no, are you kidding <laughs> Number one, she wouldn't. Number two, I don't know if I'd want her to come up. Okay, we got to go. Jeff, see him at Temple Bay Lodge at the All Canada Show. Yep, see Thanks, you guys. at the Lodge. Uh, that's all I got. Yeah, me too. To all the listeners, thanks for listening. And God bless and stay free, everyone. For Skipper Buds, Cutting Edge Outdoors, God bless, stay free. We'll talk to you all next week, my friends. Don't say